welcome to the Creative Write It podcast. We're so excited to have you here. My name is Amy and I'll be your host for this episode. We've started this podcast to provide a platform for young writers in our programs to share their stories and give you a little insight into their creative process. We hope you enjoy these weekly readings as much as we do. And who knows, maybe they'll spark your imagination and get you writing something too. This week's story comes from Zoe Jenkins, a year six writer who's been part of our story writing club programs for the last few years. One of her proudest moments ever is when she won our prestigious, one time only, totally gross award for a short story about a very annoying blister. We might share that one another time. For now, here's Zoe reading one of her recent short stories. Not quite as gross, but just as outrageous and funny. It's called The Box. I was sitting in my bland, cold classroom as I would any day, listening to my teacher explain tasks that I would complete. But one day that changed. Emma, what is in this bag? You need to clean it out from last term, sighed my father as he heaved my dirty bag out of the car boot and handed it to me. It's my lunch. I told you mum packed me too much, I said as I hugged him goodbye and ran towards the courtyard to meet my friends. Glancing behind to see my dad shaking his head, chuckling as he got back into his car. The professor, Mr. Smith, was sipping his coffee particularly loudly today as I made as I made my way into my chipped seat and dropped my bag near the side of my desk. It was when I zipped it open lazily and pulled out my luckily organized folders and books quietly, not to disturb anyone working on important projects, when I saw a strange little wooden box. It had metal engravings on it and a little iron latch to open it. It reminded me of a a jewellery box. I opened it, intrigued by its beauty, and as I did, a whirl of things happened around me. Mr. Mr. Smith's pitch black coffee leaped out of his mug and started attacking him aggressively. His pink face turned turning deep purple as the caffeine monster strangled him. A boy in my class, Chance, his pencil class, his pencil case flew up in the air and started tipping its messy insides on his head, the graphite and pencil clippings staining his hair gray. Penelope D's cling wrapped egg sandwich snapped at her, the mayonnaise and shapes of teeth and clashing its jaws at her, chasing her hair around the desks. Penelope running frantically. I could tell that this was too much for her this early in the morning. The whiteboard markers started scribbling things all over the whiteboard. Although I noticed that the scruffy Oh, wait, sorry. The whiteboard markers started scribbling things all over the whiteboard, writing protests and things like save our ink and use purple instead. Although I noticed that the scruffy purple marker was not happy about this remark and crossed it out quickly. uh, Arguing with the green marker, asking why he wrote that when when there isn't even a use for a green pen anyway. My mouth dropped wide open. I forced the stiff box shut. And as I did, everyone forgot anything chaotic ever happened. Mr. Smith was murmuring under his breath about his coffee stain on his new blue shirt and the danger of slipping on the floor with whiteboard markers scattered along it. Chance was leaning down to pick up his spilled pencils and Penelope was whining about her new ruined lunch. Utterly dazed, I had to get rid of this box. 
I ran to the lavatory. Mr. Smith was too frustrated about his shit than to notice me gone. At the bathroom, I ran in, the wooden door flying behind me, and I heaved open the heavy frosted window, throwing the mischievous box as far as my arms could throw. Satisfied, I made my way back to the classroom with a smug smile. Hopefully, I could have a normal day. When eventually, I, when I eventually got back into Mr. Smith's class, I heaved back into my chair and sighed. That mischievous little box was gone. But when I looked up, I saw, I saw Mr. Smith's beady eyes staring, staring back at me, and in his meaty hand was the box. Ahem, Emma, what is this? I'm not exactly sure, sir. I was just in the bathroom. I gulped, my eyes still fixed on the box. How did it get back here? It's probably cursed. My friend Penelope here saw this in your bag. She also said you stole her lunch. He shot a look at the awkward Penelope standing a meter or so from my desk. Is it something I should be concerned with, Miss Jax? I couldn't say that the box was the cause of the coffee stain on his brand new work shirt. So I instead thought of a lie and prayed that Mr. Smith would buy it. Oh, I'm so sorry, Penelope. I took your lunchbox. I thought it was mine. I said, grabbing the box from the teacher's sweaty hands and pushing it into Penelope's stomach. I would know. She started confused. Mmm. Thank you, Emma, for apologizing, Mr. Smith interrupted. I'm sure this won't happen again. I'm glad the box isn't actually anything to worry about. Penelope, go pop that in your bag and go back to work, Mr. Smith grunted, leaving Penelope walking back to her desk, scowling at me and reluctantly putting the box in her school bag. Later that afternoon, I was walking out of the old stone building, building and, I held, and I overheard Penelope wailing to her mum. Tried to throw it away, but it kept coming back. It's all because of that Jack's girl. Hush, I don't want to hear your stories. Despite your efforts, I still don't believe that Emma would have been able to curse an old wooden box. Penelope's mother chuckled lightly. I feel sorry for Penelope having to put up with that wretched box like I did. But honestly, I was glad that I didn't have to have it in my possession anymore. Well done, Zoe. How do you, how are you feeling? Good. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I honestly like had to hold myself and not laugh out loud so you could do your, do your reading. Really, really great work. Um, now we have three questions that we like to ask our, after our readings. We think it's a nice way to reflect on your creative process and help other writers along their writing journeys too. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. The first question is, what inspired this story? Well, I was greatly inspired by um, the Greek myth Pandora's box, where if you're unfamiliar with it, it is a um, tale about a girl Pandora who is gifted a box, but she was told under strict instructions not to open it. Um, so Pandora left it alone, but one day her curious mind had got the bit of her and she opened it. Um, in consequence, she let out bad, horrible things into the world um, that had been trapped inside the box. I wanted to create a story that was based on this concept, but, um, with, but with a magical addition. Also being set in a modern day world, it changes the story significantly. Um, I think that stories that spark wonder and um, 
and emotions like this one was something that I really wanted to write and themes like this show up um, very often in the books I read, books that encourage me to type or write the uh, stories that appear in my mind, in this case the books. That's awesome, that's such a great inspiration. What did you find the most interesting part of the writing process and why? Well, I think that the most interesting part I found was watching the entire story just come together. Um, because you see, I wasn't too sure what the ending um, would look like. And um, in the first stages of writing it, I didn't know how I wanted it to finish. So um, when I started to write the middle, I could feel the answer for a good satisfying ending on the tip of my tongue. But, um, and then after that, it all became clear and it was a marvelous feeling. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to hear that. It came together so, so well. And I know I loved it. And I know our listeners have loved it as well. And the final question, what's your best advice for other writers out there? Well, listening to others that feel your passion um, uh, is probably a really important aspect of it um, because if writing stories is what you want to pursue in life, then you can. Don't let others tell you you can't um, do that. People who help you improve and enjoy creating stories are very valuable people in life. Um, but if you run out of ideas or don't know how to incorporate a scene in your book, know that you can always take breaks just because you were having trouble writing doesn't mean that you aren't um, great at what you do. Taking breaks might even inspire you more for future ideas. Know that you can always improve, you can always get better and you will. Writing is something that you can keep doing for a for a long time and you can make changes to your favorite stories and leave an even bigger powerful impact on the reader if you love writing you're guaranteed to be amazing um if you keep writing and having and have belief in your future yes i absolutely agree with you there zoe well done thank you so much for sharing your story with us thank you a chat with Eliz, who's been working with Zoe over the last year about this story. Here's what the box sparked for us. Hi, Amy. Hi, Eliz. So <laughs> let's talk about Zoe's box. Let's talk about Zoe's box. I really enjoyed this story. I, I love Zoe's sense of humor and her style of writing yeah. um and when I read this story I just thought oh it's it's so Zoe <laughs> she has such a quirky way of writing and like it's so fun and intriguing and just keeps you always on your toes and so interested and this story delivered it delivered it did, it did. she delivered it's very, it's very funny it's very descriptive um I I particularly liked the paragraph with the sandwich like as soon as she opened the box it's um when she describes the sandwich snapping with its mayonnaise jaws it's very it's so visual 
that gave me the image in like Harry Potter in the third one where you have to stroke the book and then it like claps it just gave me that really fantasy kind of mm. like just out of this world kind of feel and also terrifying like a sandwich an attacking sandwich just it's not that's not what you want I really love the part with the leaping coffee like the mm-hmm. coffee leaps everywhere I just got this really hilarious image of just like this goo of coffee mm. just like plunging out of the coffee cup yeah 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 it's funny and the first time I read it I I just enjoyed it it was just it was it was fun to read um and then I just read it again before for this for this little chat and I was just thinking it's actually quite a perfectly structured story it is um, you know, it starts with this very ordinary kind of day, going to school, walking into the classroom, opening the school bag, um, and then, you know, a triggering event, absolute <laughs> chaos. <laughs> um, then kind of like an all know bit, what, what, what am I going to do type of thing? Yeah, what am I going to do? How am I going to solve it? Yeah. Um, and, you know, she comes up with a solution that doesn't quite go to plan. Um you know, and then in the end, we, we've got this kind of new new normal where it's just left a little bit open because the box is not gone. It's, it's just, someone else's problem. Someone else's problem. And then that's going to go into someone else's problem and then someone yeah. else's problem. And then it just keeps going, going and going. I, I really like how um, it's actually quite clever because it's very satisfying. To re- I, I find the ending quite satisfying, but, it was, but I still... Um, I like that there's still these questions because it, she never says where the box came from. It just sort of appeared. It was just in her bag. Um, I don't know if she had seen it before or if that was the first time she'd seen it. But it kind of recircles to like how then it goes on to someone else. It obviously can indicate that it came to her and then it's going to move on. I just, yeah. Yeah, I liked trying to imagine. I liked that moment where, you know, she threw it out the bathroom window and then it was in her teacher's hand. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get to choose where the box goes. The box chooses where it goes. Exactly. has a mind of its own. Um, It was really lovely seeing this story being developed, like just as like a writing process, because when I gave her the prompt, it was just, Mm -hmm. the whole prompt was just about a box. Like, where did it come from? What's in it? Can it open? And then the way she took it, obviously, down this road, I just love seeing the progress of it. Because as I was reading, like, section by section, when she was writing, I'm like, what? <laughs> Next? I'm like, like, an attacking sandwich, leaping coffee? <laughs> what is going on? I was like, oh, God. But no, it was just she's such an intelligent writer and so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really fun to see um, all of the kids sort of take take these prompts uh, and just see where they go. We, we can't guess where they're going to go. No, and it's just, just yeah. like the story, it was full of surprises and just so much chaos. And it, it seems like it was fun to write as well. I feel like she had a lot of fun writing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. Oh, awesome. I'm so happy that um, Zoe wrote this story and that she was happy to read it for us on the podcast. 
Yes. And um, she's written, yeah, some great, lots of great stories with us before. And yeah, looking forward to, looking forward to more of your stories, Zoe. (laughs) She's such a fantastic writer. I love reading her work. Yeah. So good. And she's only in year six at the, like, at the moment. Like, imagine when she's much older, what she comes up with. It's so exciting. Well done, Zoe. Well done, Zoe. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode. Before we go, we'd like to acknowledge that we live, write, and share stories on the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, the original storytellers of our country. We vow to use our creative power to contribute to the land that has given us the freedom to imagine, dream, listen, and write a better collective future. We pay our deep respects to Elders past, present and emerging. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to learn more about what we do, you can find us at creativewriter.com.au and feel free to share this podcast with a friend. Our young writers will be delighted to know their stories are reaching listeners all over the country and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in to the Creative Writer Podcast. We'll see you next time.